0: hello everyone welcome to art friends where we are friends who like art my name is coda and today i am joined by my Cohen. it's me yep i got most of the words out before cohen said his name i was
1: so tempted to say my name like two words into the intro
0: i was like no i'll wait gotta get it out there it's like people have to know you're here or otherwise, they're going to be confused. They're going to be like, if, if I finish the intro and you haven't said your name, they're going to be like, where did this guy come from? Who's this? He, his, his arc wasn't properly set up. He came out of nowhere. Oh, I was so connected to the main character. And then all of a sudden, this side character came in.
1: I am, in fact, the side character. You are the anime protagonist, Koda. As we have established before, you are, in fact, uh, the chosen one.
0: Yeah. Born I to mean, draw Mr. Whiskers. With its perks and its downsides. The biggest downside, uh, being I need to grope women on a regular basis.
1: You just have to.
0: There it it
1: isn't an accident at this point. There's just a manual that you get when you're introduced to the job. It's like a an instructor handing you it and there's like detailed instructions on how to set up situations where you can grope women for yeah. fan service
0: exactly you need to be looking to the left as you bump into the woman and then when you're falling move your head slightly down so it falls into the breast
1: bonus point if you manage to use your hands
0: yeah bonus point if you stand up by putting your hand on the breast yeah but hello cohen hello Koda. yes we're, we're here without Opalia today, Opalia was Yeah, we a kicked busy. her off again. Oh yeah, that was the thing I was meant to say. That's definitely uh, what we did. But yeah, in reality, Opalia was a bit busy and we needed to record today, so Cohen and I are here doing a thing.
1: I mean, we didn't need to, we just
0: love making content for you guys. Yes, and for us. That sounded so
1: sarcastic, but I genuinely like doing this. (laughs) I
0: I love it too. (laughs) I mean, it's not like we're gaining anything from it right now, so there's no point except for loving it. Hint, hint, guys.
1: Give us ad revenue.
0: Hint, hint. Check the description for our Patreon.
1: Koda, are you going to set up a Patreon?
0: No, that's way too much work.
1: Epic. Secretly, we've had ads on the podcast this whole time, and Koen has just making, been making mad stacks and not telling anything about it.
0: Yeah, Cohen, you, you don't actually watch the podcast. That's how I'm able to get away with it. Oh, sick. I've just... Wait, this... I've been making insane <laughs> amounts of cash. How much, bro? At least two digits. Sick. Have you bought your own house yet? But, like, two digits... After the decimal point. Oh, damn.
1: Yeah. That's more than I make on a daily basis.
0: Yeah, bro, I know. I hate to flex, but. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This is like a gigantic flex. I can just. I love that you made your voice sound like you were flexing, or did you actually physically flex in that moment?
0: No, I'm not flexing.
1: No, bro, I'm not flexing, I'm just, just stretching. No, bro,
0: this is just how my abs look.
1: It's how yeah. <laughs> this is what I look like all the time. Who, is... yeah, that, that's my bicep.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, why is my face red? Tan, I'm outside <laughs> working on the farm. Yep, I own a farm, because I'm rich and boss. <laughs> Yeah, I own a farm because I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: way you said that made it so much funnier. We should probably introduce the topic.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. So, Cohen, we have had one episode in the past where we were by ourselves without Opalia. Yeah. And, and, and we did a thing then. Yeah. As we, as we do for most episodes. And No, we don't, do, we don't ever do a thing. It's just white noise for one hour <laughs> like
1: and 50 sec, 50 minutes
0: yes but we figured it would be fun if we did the same thing and that's kind of like our thing now we're gonna do this every time it's just us yeah hopefully maybe unless we get like back to back in which case we should probably switch it up cohen would you like to introduce what that is
1: yeah sure but also i would quickly like to mention uh, i just realized this. Recently we got a we got someone in our Discord or in another Discord said they had a hard time confusing they had a hard time uh distinguishing Koda's voice from my voice, and at first, I was like, "What? His voice is fifteen octaves lower." But I think this is a I think we just unintentionally made the this episode to be the ultimate training for distinguishing our voices for the people that can't tell them apart.:
0: Yeah. And as we all know, we both have a very strong American accent.
1: Yeah, my American accent is so strong.
0: <laughs> oh, Cohen, if people are having a hard time telling us apart, you can always just speak Dutch.
1: Okay, ik ga nu voor de rest van de Nederlands spreken. Ik vind het helemaal weet je.
0: Do I have to censor any of that? No. I hope you're not lying to me. What?
1: No, I'm not. You can put it in Google Translate, but it would be funny if you did some unnecessary censorship.
0: Well, the thing. But is, like, you don't
1: be... know what word. Yeah, you don't know <laughs> what word means what, so it would just be the weirdest thing censored.
0: Anyone who understands Dutch is gonna be like, "What? I might do that."
1: That that can be very funny. You just censor all the like, freaking. You censor every other syllable that would make it so cool.
0: <laughs> Oh and we use the duck sound effect, so that's gonna get annoying. Whack, whack,
1: whack. Anyhow, today's today we're doing some more world building from scratch. We're building a new world in our minds, in our imaginations, and we expect a whole lot of fan art to be made of these worlds. That was a joke, but please do actually.
0: Um, yes, please. Last time We made the plant versus mankind world. I would like to do like a quick two minute recap of what that world was before we move on. But yeah, we're going to be attempting to make a new world, a universe from scratch today in the, I guess, one and a half hours that we have. Basically, last time we did an episode like this, we came up with a world in which plants had been genetically mutated by a scientist. Uh, who died, and they were slowly taking over the world with their rapid growth. And uh, the, the government... way it would
1: work is that in the seasons where plants and vegetables grow, uh, like are grown, like summer and spring, they expand the world. And in the uh, and in fall and winter, there's a bit of downtime. And then in the summers, there's this whole military corpse i don't remember what we called them but it was probably I think very we called funny. them
0: gardeners
1: oh yeah we called them gardeners and in like the high seasons the gardeners take care of the plants and kind of fight back but every single year they come back with some kind of adjustments
0: yeah the plants are constantly evolving
1: yeah so They're like pokemon except not really
0: yeah and we went into much more depth Uh, In that episode, so so watch it. Yeah, watch it. If a slightly sci fi, plant, uh, militaristic type story interests you, go check it out. It was episode 12. Wow, that was already a long time ago. This is 10 episodes later. Hey, (laughs) hey,
1: consistency. We've done it.
0: Consistency. We did it. We also had Christian. Yeah, I was about to say.
1: It's almost like we're yeah we're definitely consistent. Just don't look at episode three, thank you.
0: Wait, which one's episode three?
1: Pokemon reviews.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, we'll just have to make that like episode one hundred and three. The next. Oh, that will be, no, be funny. Episode twenty f- three?
1: Question mark? No. Nah.
0: No. Yes. No? All right. Mm-hmm. So. Let's see. So let's kick off some world building with. And we talked about the concept of what world building was a bit in the last episode, but I don't want to have to do that again. So watch the the other
1: episodes. Watch the other (laughs)
0: episode. This (laughs) is a sequel. Watch the prequel.
1: That's not how it works. Shut up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't go watch the original. This is the controversial spinoff. This
1: is the very controversial spinoff. Koda, quick, say something controversial.
0: No, the controversial spin-off would be if me and Opalia did an episode like this. Oh, yeah.
1: Wait, oh, I can make it controversial. Koda, waffles or waffles pancakes? Waffles. Like, uh, I, I'm still not sure if I agree, because I haven't had that many waffles in my life. But I'm uh-huh. sure that it will be just a war going on in the comments.
0: Well, I would say waffles are superior because what do you do with waffles and pancakes? You put syrup on top of them with the pancakes. The syrup just kind of rolls off, but with the waffles, it's built to hold the syrup. It's built for its intended purpose to have syrup put on it. Have you ever had a, a Belgian waffle? I have not.
1: They're so good. I swear to dog. I ate I them got, a Brussels. I got some
0: strobe waffles recently. Yeah, from me. <laughs> and then I ordered more because I got addicted to them.
1: Did you order more? I did. <laughs> Do you
0: have some in your room
1: right now? I have some in the pantry downstairs. Absolutely fantastic. Did you give your family the strobe waffles?
0: Yes. So basically, Cohen, as a birthday gift, uh, got me some strobe waffles. And I got addicted to them, so now I keep getting them for myself.
1: So wait, I never sent that drawing I made for your birthday, did I?
0: Wait, you did that? Yeah, I made like a whole
1: drawing. And then we were like, oh, this costs $60 to ship. Let's not do that. Just send a photo of it. I don't have a photo of it, is the thing. <laughs>
0: Take a photo of it. It's probably somewhere in my drawer. Oh, well, we'll, we'll get into that later. But somewhere. For now, let's do some world building. Yeah, let's
1: build a world and Coda. I don't know about you, but I feel like doing something different. Like last time, we went very, very, um, like modern, very grounded. Something that is very out there, but still seems in the realm of like pseudoscience and some kind of feasibility, you know? Right. It's kind of grounded in the real world. <laughs> I can't pronounce things today. But today, I would like to do. One of two things, um, which is either some kind of high fantasy, you know, classic fantasy setting, but with twists and ideas or whatever, or just something
0: very psychedelic. I love psychedelic. But how do you world build something psychedelic? I would love to get into that. So, do you want to spitball a couple ideas, or would you like to first think of ideas on how to build something psychedelic?
1: I want to quickly pitch this idea I had for, like, a really psychedelic uh, first-person shooter. Because I like first-person shooters. It's basically um, the whole thing takes place in a dimensional rift or something along those lines where it's basically a whole bunch of artsy, colorful, and crazy things all mashed into the same dimension. So you could have, like, a Greek temple with a British uh, tower just spliced through it with a whole bunch of... with, like, pink, blue, and yellow bubbles coming off of the side of it. Right. And the characters in it, I think... Could be kind of cool, because you could l- literally combine everything with everything. So I had right. an idea of, like, I know, a character that's literally a clock squid. It's like a clock robot with squid parts or whatever. Huh. And the and gun that shoots yellow bubbles. Don't know why I thought that was fun. Oh, yeah, it was like a flute gun that shot yellow bubbles. <laughs> I like that idea. And that's I think funny. I drew something of it, but I really like the idea, just yeah, flutes. What if it made like the worst flute sound? Jay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. that's just a very vague and fairly dumb idea I had once, which is kind of where awesome. i what I had in mind with the psychedelic stuff. But we could go in a whole different direction.
0: Yeah, so the way this works for the viewer who didn't do their homework and go watch the last episode... episode Go watch the last episode. Uh, The way this works is we'll usually pitch several ideas for maybe 20, 40-something minutes. Uh, Then we'll spend the rest of the time... We'll choose one of those ideas and spend the rest of the time uh, elaborating on it and really going into depth making that world. Yeah. So we're in the stage right now where we're just saying ideas, but I think a psychedelic world could be fun. Yes. Let's think about very hard to world build. What is psychedelic? Right. Yeah. So I think psychedelic is anything that looks like you're hallucinating, like it, it doesn't quite make sense. And of course, there's lots of bright colors and stuff, the aesthetic that it's associated with. But to me, anything that's all warpy and meshy and doesn't quite make sense, it's like... I can see that.
1: I'm going to look up the definition of it on Google.
0: Yeah, that's probably smart, so I'm not just making up a definition.
1: Yeah. Like, that's a fun difference between you and I. Like, you think of something really hard and you actually use your brain. And I try to do that. And then I'm just like, Lamau, time to Google. Could oh. you stop it with the explosions?
0: Cohen, is your house getting, uh, arsoned? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they found me.
1: Uh, psychedelic adjective. Relating to or denoting drugs, especially LSD, that produce hallucinations and apparent expansion of consciousness. I'm, I think we can just keep it at uh, hallucinations and apparent expansion of consciousness.
0: Yeah, so for me, I've never done any form of psychedelic. I've never been on drugs of any kind. So I can't... I'm not the person to make a world like this.
1: Bro, don't worry, I've been to Amsterdam.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. No, but, like,
1: what immediately jumps to mind for me is just uh, the visuals of Luca Carey's paintings who I showed you the other day. Yes. Like, imagine that, but a game...
2: Huh.
0: Very interesting. And our, So, I, know, I think right? you're getting attached to the game idea. We should work on just the yeah, world. Yeah, we
1: don't... I just like games. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we just need to
0: think of a world. So, I think the way... To, what to keep in mind when making a psychedelic world is to make something that you don't quite feel grounded in. Something that, like, no matter how hard you try, there's just always an element of, wait, I don't fully understand what's going on. Why can't I figure out the rules? You know what I'm saying? Because when you're hallucinating, there are no rules. It's just kind of, you you don't understand any of it. So to make something psychedelic, it would kind of just be like, what's happening now? It doesn't make any sense.
1: Maybe an element of the world could literally be that... um the gravity sometime like the gravity shifts from place to place. So you're never quite grounded. Huh, so like, like
0: in a literal sense.
1: Like on some locations the uh, the gravity might be like perfectly close to what we have on Earth on another location. Like it's all air. And you can breathe everywhere. I like that concept. I've always loved that concept where it's just instead of giant planets with their own atmospheres, space is breathable somehow, or just right. the characters don't need to breathe, and there's a whole lot more smaller or broken-up chunks of things you can go between. like Something like, I don't know, Mario Galaxy, or that one uh, part of the Phobos base level in Doom Eternal.
0: I, I do like the Mario Galaxy idea. I think that's fun. And perhaps like there could be different sections of the world where space worked differently so like if you go somewhere you get all warped or like you look really big in one place when in reality you're not
1: it sounds like a lot of good painting material not gonna lie
0: (laughs) yeah so like i think it would be cool to have a world where just everything's a little broken it's like space and time and gravity all work differently in different places So, like, you you go to one planet, and you start aging faster and look really tall, but then on the planet, you feel exactly the same, or, I don't don't know, I'm not smart enough to really get into all that stuff, but- Like, do we, Cody, you are,
1: um, like, do we want to have it be, like, somewhat inconsequential where anything could happen to you, and you might feel bad in the moment, but it'll wear off eventually? Or do we want to make these changes permanent and make the world like hella dangerous because if you go to that aging place and you don't recover from aging like 50 years you just love, you just lost 50 years of your lifespan in an instant
0: in an you instant know. to everyone else but 50 years to you oh
1: by that point you'd be completely insane my god uh <laughs> But, like, if your whole body gets warped dimensionally, would you recover from that? I do, like, I do prefer the idea of you, of being able, of just people that live there being able to recover, you know?
0: Yeah. That would also imply that there's a base. So, like, everything's default and then it gets warped. But I think to truly make this world ungrounded, no one knows what actual reality is. It's just, it's different. No one knows this is how time should work. It's just, this is how it does here.
1: And the concept I want to play with is where we don't really have groups or races of people, but it's more like each and every character is just their own standalone person. And they might have alliances and relationships, but they're all widely different and all have widely different outlooks. So one might be a classic grey alien that is also a hippie in space. While the other one might be, I don't know,
0: a koi fish dragon. What if what if psychedelics like marijuana and stuff in this world made everything look normal? (laughs) Whoa dude, the suburbs lit (laughs) Whoa dude, you're like five feet tall
2: weird
1: but i like this idea so far
0: yeah this is interesting so would it take place like on the different planets or like like how would we go up what would the setting and location be for this and how would we divide the different places of space and time like what's the division between them
1: like what i said earlier i really like where's a dimensional rift that just pulls uh, from all sorts of different things across space and time. So again, you might have like, I don't know, a church on a new on a UFO on clouds floating in midair. And the gravity sideways, so you're walking on the side of a church. Something huh. like that. Just a whole bunch of stuff.
0: Taken upside down right at the MC MC Usher stairs. <laughs> That song's so good. (laughs) Hey, girl. I'm having a party at my mansion tonight. Anyone who's everyone... Wait, everyone who's anyone in LA is going to be there. I'm extremely rich. Hey, girl. Girl. Welcome to my house party. party. It's It's a a mansion, mansion, baby. baby. Don't slip on on all all my money. money. Yeah, there's there's a a lot lot of models and some supermodels, supermodels too. too. You can touch, don't my, touch d- my diamond fridge. fridge. It costs more than, more than the country, country of, of Peru. Peru. We're, we listen to too much NSP. No, we don't. <laughs> you you can never. You can never.
1: I cannot wait for the prophecy to come out.
0: Oh, the prophecy is going to be so good. I can't. Yes. I'm just hyped for the Mystic Crystal music video. We need to do it when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So. What setting would this take place in? Because the idea that there's different planets and different places works really well with the like in space that you can go to, works really yeah. well with the idea that there are different places where time and space works differently. So yeah, maybe it. it did you ever watch that? Ep- no, I think it was an episode of Phineas and Ferb. Where am I thinking of this from? I have this very vivid image in my head of lots of tiny planets. Like, so small only one house is on them. But it's like a community where there are tons of tiny planets all just scattered across space.
1: I have no idea whatsoever.
0: But it's just an image in my head, and for some reason I'm seeing it in the Phineas and Ferb art style. Huh. But, uh, we could do something like that, where there are a ton of little tiny Type when plans. you want to be
1: an animator so bad, you start thinking in the Phineas and Ferb style.
0: <laughs> Disney hire me. <laughs> I I I breathe the Phineas and Ferb art style. I don't want to get too in-depth into the psychedelic world. If you'd like to move on. I think
1: yeah, I think we can leave this behind for now.
0: And then we'll come back to it later possibly. But yeah. I, I personally also had a fun. It's not. It's less of an idea and more of a uh, concept, which basically I really like the Halloween vibe. Oh, are we going? We
1: are going with the Halloween vibe.
0: Yes, I, I love Halloween vibes, like the pumpkins and like the werewolves and the ghouls and like the oranges and like. This is know. Halloween. This is Halloween.
1: Last week we we're we're slowly exposing how hot topic emo we are. Last week we sang a whole bunch of Mike Emko romance songs. <laughs> yeah, next week we're both talking about cosplay and we'll be in a Jack Skellington cosplay throughout the entire recording.
0: Yes, it won't affect the recording since you can't see us. However, for the entirety of the two hour podcast, you're going to hear in the background, This is Halloween. On kazoo. Oh, the, the kazoo. <laughs>
2: league, <people. laughs>
0: I didn't know a kazoo could go that low. Oh, I it can go pretty low. Sounds like, oh, sounded like a weed whacker or something. <laughs> damn it <laughs> as soon as you did that i imagined a race car like a new fast that's what i was going for actually like,
1: that's not what i was going for that's what happened my car crashed damn it
0: when you when you went high it was like and it just immediately just zipped off in the distance in like two frames
1: no one will ever see it again <laughs> these seem a nightmare Hey, I know what that means. Yeah, you need to adopt the phrase now. Try to pronounce
0: good it. That's good. Good enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, like to you, I sound like I'm. Like, to you, I sound like I'm speaking a completely foreign language, but to me, it's just the thing I speak, yo. Isn't that crazy?
0: I know, it's so odd. Language is such a weird thing. I love it. Anyhow, so we're
1: going with the Halloween vibes. What are we doing with these Halloween vibes?
0: Well, uh, I, I'm not sure, honestly. I don't, <laughs> I don't really have an idea. I... I just adore Halloween vibes. Like, there's an anime called All Saints Street. And... Wait, what? The ver- there's an anime called All Saints Street.
1: Never heard of it.
0: But uh, the at, in the intro music, in the intro theme song, at the very <laughs> end, there's a little clip where all the characters are in Halloween costumes. And it's like a Halloween... Mm-hmm. Just and it has nothing to do with the actual show. The show doesn't have those vibes, but like, there's just that one clip in the intro, and that's my favorite shot from the intro. It just makes me so happy. And every time like a TV show does like a Halloween special, I get so happy. I don't know. I just love the feel of it.
1: Halloween's just cool. It's just really cool. Boy, I sure do love living in a country that practices Halloween every year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. You don't get free candy. No, we have a whole set. We have a different holiday for that, coda.
1: We call it Sint Marta. It's about a guy who who came into a city to see a marching band. But on his way there, there was this broke man. And he was like, yo, bro, I'm going to cut my cape in half for you. And he gave half the cape. And then the people in the city were like, bro, you're awesome.
0: Cohen, Cohen, would you say he was saving... The broken,
1: the beaten, and and the the damned. damned. (laughs) (laughs) My God, this is the brilliant idea. This is the most brilliant idea. I'm gonna like. It's all. It's the thing is, it's different from Halloween, where as soon as you pass the age of twelve, you're not allowed to do it anymore, or whatever. It's like a. But Halloween parties are still a thing in Netherlands, so that's cool. But like. I want to do this now. I want to just take my bike, look for kiddos on the streets trying to get candy with their lanterns and their songs, and then just full blast. Welcome to the Black Parade, <laughs> while throwing a whole bunch of gummy bears at them. This sounds like the best idea ever.
0: You carry on, carry on. As your face. And
1: oh you're broken down and beaten. Oh no. And oh you're dead and gone, believe me. Trust me I will throw candy at you
0: <laughs> Though you're dead and gone, believe me. Trust me you will get gummies from And diabetes. Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so what so, when I think of Halloween, I think of, like, monsters and ghouls. So, maybe something to do with ghosts and spirits and paranormal stuff? Paranorman. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paranorman.
1: Have, don't you know what that is? No. It's a thing. And I don't, I don't even know what it is, but I saw it in a movie theater once, like, the trailer of it, and I was like, huh, this is a thing. But it's about this it's about this kid that has the ability to see ghosts. So he's basically Klaus. Oh wow. Except it's all stop motion and it's kind of cool.
0: Oh, I think I might have seen that. I think I might have watched that movie. Was it good? I remember it being good when I was a kid. Take. Time to rip off ParaNorman. No. <laughs> but yeah, so what are your immediate thoughts? I want to go with something like,
1: hmm. I'm not sure if I like. We could go in two directions on this. We could make it like some kind of medieval setting with like werewolves and ghosts and all, and vampires and all these sorts of stuff. I know, like Castlevania, or uh, the one uh, werewolf game we have in the Netherlands. That one sets a, a very occult mood. Like we could go in a more occult direction or we could go full on Nightmare Before Christmas and just make it Halloween fun land basically.
0: Or we could even go like you know how Avatar is kind of timeless? Like it's like you can't quite place the time period they're in. We could try to do something like that.
1: That
0: could be cool. Like I would argue that the fantastical
1: Halloween land is so out there that it's borderline uh, timeless, you know,
0: yeah, but I think there's so many Halloween things and monsters that it's easy to get lost in it, so we kind of need to find a core premise what you know is what i want to
1: you know what I want to delve into what I want to really um, kind of it, it sounds a bit counterproductive for me because I love cool stuff, but I want to kind of stray away somewhat from the traditional cool stuff or like handsome vampires and handsome werewolves or whatever that look really pretty and really strong and really cool or whatever. And I wanna I wanna I wanna try experimenting with some more abstract, more cult uh aspects of the supernatural. Uh Uh-huh. So it could be like a really like you watch a lot of Dropy, right? Yes. You know that thing Julia does when she draws a wolf where the eye's like on the side and it's kind of like a human eye?
0: I, it's, that's a very oddly specific thing, but I do know what you're talking about. I knew you would know. But like <laughs> those sorts of visuals,
1: maybe it could be like animated we or just it could need be like yeah,
0: let's do it. Let's <laughs> hire. I'm sure she'd be willing to do some more. We can give her exposure. We uh. <laughs> can give her
1: exposure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll tell her if she has. We'll tell her she has like 100 hours to finish it, and then she'll
0: be like, "Ah, oh, yeah." But this is the stuff you enjoy drawing. So why wouldn't? Yeah, why wouldn't you just do it for us? <laughs> uh no, do it but... for Drawfee.
1: yeah what makes Drawfee better than us a million subscribers ch- 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 elitist no <laughs> <laughs> like you don't you don't have to you don't have to agree with me if you don't want to but i i would like to experiment with some more personally personal I, I
0: do agree with you i think going in a grittier more Strange direction, as opposed to like yeah. the appealing stuff, uh, is gonna be fun. Like it's,
1: st- I think it's still gonna be appealing, but it's just gonna be very strange. And I'd like to, I'd like to have, like if this would have a plot, I think it would be like, um, also, I don't know why, but the visuals of Samurai Jack popped into my head, and I'm, like a very dark and a cold Samurai Jack kind of style right. sounds good to me for this, maybe a bit less shapely, don't know. But um, if this were a show or something, I'd imagine it to be like a uh, Death Note desk where it's like constant mind games and the audience is super invested or whatever. And maybe in an- yeah. the antagonists are like very psychotic but very smart, so it's a werewolf that eats people, but he's very smart and very charming about it or whatever. Uh-huh. The- the little demon dude from uh, Disenchanted comes to mind.
0: Yeah, Lucy. it could be like a literal game of Mafia.
1: Yeah, that's the game I mentioned earlier, Werewolves. Just Let's just adapt to Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> like in the Netherlands, we have Mafia, but it's Werewolves, and it's so much better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what, what's the premise of this world? What, what is this world?
1: Like, that's a good thing to think about. Like, have... Is it just a regular or, like, semi-regular medieval fantasy setting where occult stuff has been there all along and it's just now reappearing? Or did the occult stuff just come to be? How does it work?
2: Huh. Huh.
1: I'd like it to be, like, uh, medieval European. And, like, I don't mean, like, castles, but I mean like early medieval Europe, where it's like all sorts of wooden shacks. Right. So no big castles and kings and knights, just wooden shacks and poor people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, anarchy. Anarchy. Maybe Huh. my natural instinct when making worlds is to segregate things into villages and be like you have this section of land dedicated to this species, this section of land it. And it's kind of gotten to the point where it's lazy to do that because I do that so much. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of where else we could go with maybe it's just maybe we could really narrow it down to one big village
1: or whatever where there's just a whole bunch of undercover uh, monsters. Maybe each, maybe they're like, um, like we could go in a direction where every, where some characters are actually monsters or whatever. So, would there be humans? There would be humans, I think, but I think that every single unique character would be a unique monster. So, like, one could be a vampire, the other one could be a ghost, the other one could be a werewolf, something like that. Right. But that doesn't. I, I think it
0: would we be could fun also... To also make monsters that aren't traditional, like vampire, ghost, zombie, like to just be like this thing. This oh yeah, mash of parts. I do like werewolves a lot, though. Yes, I think we could have both.
1: Yes. What if one's like? And no, but uh, crap! I just realized that's just uh, my. That's just a. Uh... I remember before Christmas roll rip off, but just a guy made it of worms. Huh? Worm man, Worm God. Yeah. We brought it full circle, Worm God. Worm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have an obsession. We worms have for the worm,
1: worm God. Worms for the Worm God. <laughs> worms for the Worm God. Yeah. Oh, that could be cool. Like a. Crap, that's just a vampire, but I was thinking of, like, a blood cultist or whatever. Yeah, I think... Maybe, like, a mosquito. Like, a human-sized mosquito. That would be female, because only female mosquitoes suck blood.
2: Huh. Oh.
0: Okay, okay. So, I just came up with an interesting concept. What if there is, like... You're on this planet, almost, this Earth. Mm-hmm. But it, it's one huge village. there, And there there is no known villages outside of it. Surrounding mm-hmm. these villages is like infinite forest or infinite desert or something.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. And nobody who
0: goes out of this desert or forest ever comes back. So no one's ever been able to see what's beyond it. But from this, just c- monsters kind of wander into the village from outside and just integrate themselves into society
1: hounds came from the west the vampires came from the east the chicken people came from the moon
0: (laughs) that's that's one of the conspiracy things in this world
1: but like this is why we need to send pasta to it to keep the chickens occupied they cannot they cannot come to earth while they're eating pasta and that's just how it works right
0: and it wasn't one big integration i mean immigration it was like monsters slowly leaked and are still leaking into this village. They just kind of show up from the outside of the boundaries and no one knows where they lead.
1: That could be cool. Maybe it's just... I do like the idea of just a, a completely isolated village. Maybe it's not like a whole society, but it's like a little society of just people trying to get by, surrounded by what yeah. seems to be infinite um, terrain, you know? Right. And I I, think I'm, I'm imagining, like... I think there like... should
0: be, like, enough people to where they, like, need a leader. Because once you start getting super few people, you can't do too much with it. I mean, you can, but you can't do what I have in mind. Like, if you mm-hmm. have a, a village of 50 people, that's a very different story Oh, that's one with that's 5, way 000. too low. Way yeah. too low.
1: I'm thinking, like... Like, uh, not, of course, not all characters would be... Maybe each episode, if this was a series, could look at different characters and a different monster or whatever in the village. Right. But I, I'm thinking of, like, 500 people or something. Right. Maybe. More. And what
0: if the monsters who show up have lost all their memory? So it's like, uh, they don't know where they came from. They're just kind of like, I woke up in the forest and I'm here now. And that could lead to a fun conspiracy of where are they coming from?
1: I don't like that too much. Uh-huh. Because
0: that kind of sets
1: some monsters up to be good characters and I like the idea more of these monsters specifically having been sent by wherever they came from to mess with the people that live here. And, and the people don't know that they're being sent. Yeah, exactly. And, when, and maybe one of the scenes could be well like um, girl opens room, girl sees man sitting inside, girl questions, man's like, you know, when we came from the east, we were like, wow, what a hole. I uh, wasn't supposed to say that sh-. <laughs> <laughs> And then he gives this whole menacing speech, and then he walks behind a chair and his face is occluded in shadow, and then he walks past it, and his face is now A very occult looking werewolf or whatever. Right. Like they I like the idea more of them intentionally knowing what they're doing and them all knowing what the others are doing and them working and conspiring together. And I But they're they're like so duty bound that they never reveal, like never in the whole story where they came from at all.
0: Yeah. And there's probably, I'd assume, some kind of security force that checks. Like if somebody ends up letting word get out. Then they'll. Oh yeah. Then they'll kill him and kill anybody who heard
2: it. That could be cool. But I like to
1: think that they just—they're just the specialists, you know, the best of the best.
0: Right? How many monsters? What's what's the monster to person ratio?
2: I'd say like.
1: Uh, Twenty people. Like I don't want. I'd say like.
0: 10 monsters in total? Oh, in total? So, this huge society, there's only 10 monsters. Yeah, or maybe 11. 11. So, I 13. Was imagining, I was imagining 13 is oh, the spooky number. I was imagining something number. totally different. I was imagining, like, out of 20,000 people, 1,000 of them are monsters. Oh, that's a whole lot. <laughs> well, what I was thinking was, like, there was this maybe a huge immigration from beyond the forest where they never are to go. That could work. But I think and
1: that kind of, for me at least, that ruins the whole subtlety thing. Like, I like it more of them, of the, it's just being like a very select, like a very small group of people just messing with a whole society, basically. Instead and they're all
0: of, pretending to be human.
1: Yeah, but like, when a thousand new people come into a village, people start to notice like, hey, I don't know you. And hey, where right. did you come from? You know? So I like right. the idea of just maybe at some point like I'm imagining this as a TV show now um, maybe at some point halfway through the city um, like a part, a, na- a certain neighborhood gets overtaken by um, the monsters Right and they could and you could have freaking House of Wolves playing by my Comical Romance in the background Tell me I'm an angel Take this to
0: my, to grave. my grave. Run like the because I'm never gonna leave you alone.
1: That's a good song, but I like the I like the visual of just this one good neighborhood just being fully lit by just red and black and there's just a whole bunch of werewolves running around. Or like five werewolves. What the? I think it would be cool, like maybe when it starts out There's, like, only 13 monsters, you know?
0: But there's slowly more and
1: more. Yeah, because, like, if we think of werewolves, and if we think of vampires, they have... They're, like, classic examples of monsters being able to infect normal people to become monsters, you know? And maybe it could work where they're, like, very subordinate, you know? Like, they're very clearly a lower class, maybe even mindless, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: well that could be a cool setup where, uh, when the guy like the scene I was describing earlier, when the guy ends that scene, he might be like a vampire or something, and he bites the girl, and all of a sudden the next morning he reveals to the town that he's married this girl, and he stays close to her at all times, and it's not because he loves her, or something like that, but it's actually because she's now a mindless slave or whatever.
0: Oh yeah, like the, what's his face at the end of Castlevania? Hector, <laughs> Hector, yes. <laughs> poor Hector, poor, poor Bren.: poor Brin. We need to start poor the hashtag Brin. poor Hector. For we need to start the hashtag poor Brin. He's been through way too much. <laughs> Brin, poor poor Brin, really. That's poor all Brin. there is to say. Poor Brin. Uh But yeah, I like this idea, and I think this isolated village with monsters infiltrating it and messing with it is very fun and we can elaborate on it more but first let's play everyone's favorite game that we each say one word and hope a nice idea comes out of it
1: yeah i do want to develop this concept more because i think it's the one i it's the one i like the most so far
0: yeah so but remember last time we really liked them and then we the plant one came from this game
1: that is true that is true
0: so. All right, in that case, let's do two or three. I'd say probably two. You start one, then I start one.
2: All right, all right. Gigantic. Flames. Envelop.
1: You got to uh, say banana.
0: The <laughs> banana. <of> banana. <laughs>
1: The gigantic flames envelop the banana. Oh, go watch episode. The gigantic 12. flames envelop the banana. that's like our
0: sixth or seventh biochemical romance reference. This episode, we
1: we broke we we opened the gates last episode. We're unleashing our emo lord status now.
0: <laughs> say it now and say it loud. That's not how the text goes. I don't. I don't remember how the. Intro the future goes. is bulletproof.
1: The aftermath is secondary. It's time to do it now and do it loud. Kill joys. Make some
0: noise. Drugs. people me drugs. Give me drugs. Give drugs I don't want. All right. You're so... gonna have
1: to censor every single
0: <laughs> word. Give me whack. Give me whack.
1: And whang, whang, wanging
0: whang, whang, whang. But uh, the
1: entirety of the song, na na na, not being sung by a duck. My God, I love that. <laughs> so, okay, we're not going with that one. No. <laughs> Start we go there.
0: All right, we, we'll, we'll probably do a third one since that one kind of got sidetracked. Yeah. But, uh, let's go with Sun, spelled S-U-N.
2: Born. After... Dragons... Destroyed... Like... Because... Tax evasion.
0: (laughs) So... Son born... Again... Wait, no, sun born after Dragon's Destroyed List. Because
1: tax evasion.
0: (laughs) I like the idea of the sun being born. Or maybe something being born from the sun. Yeah. Or like perhaps the sun is destroyed and people are trying to make a new sun.
1: Maybe maybe it's like a high fantasy world, but the most powerful wizard actually accidentally misfires, and Somehow it makes the sun explode. And then... (laughs) Oops, we just made it go supernova. Shucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So now there's a a bunch of wizards like himself. Well, maybe like he... Maybe the whole story
1: surrounds just a group of wizards trying to keep the heat... Something close to the heat of the sun intact, but the whole world is cold because they're not quite powerful enough.
0: Right, and so everyone's constantly working to, to g- find make the a sun solution.
1: Again. And maybe yeah. the final solution would be that they find a sun dragon that's just powerful enough to just chill in space and be hot.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: and he's not actually temperaturely hot. He's just the sexiest <laughs> dragon they could find.
0: When everyone who looks up at him just gets warm because of how hot he is. He doesn't actually provide warmth. Yeah. They just start like, to imagine wash so hard that Johnny Bravo and if if you if he winks at you, you will boil. Your blood will boil.
1: And with boiling wait. blood, he's covered the umbrella. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: wait.
0: I still love that do. Right, you... short was that a doom song it's the doom tune the doom tune tune is such an innocent wholesome next to doom doom tune
1: doom's got some good tunes can't wait for them to get on spotify
0: So you want to play this game again, Cohen? You start off. Yeah, let's go. Reflections appear.
2: Lake. Reflections appear. Lake. I'm
0: going to skip grammar. <laughs> <laughs> people
2: I don't know if this is two words but alter egos. That's that
0: should be fine. People alter egos. Maybe they like maybe it's like a world where it's just a whole bunch of people
1: Maybe it's like some afterlife situation where everything's again very abstract or something. Uh huh. And there's this, and it's just di- this gigantic forest of just uh, abstract shapes of people with all their regrets and uh, hopes and whatever they want. And then like there's this lake which they can step into to like live a different life than they did. And it's kind of like an alter ego, their reflection. And see if they liked it better. Huh. And maybe it could be like a short film where it's all about realizing that your life was actually much better than you look back on it. Like maybe everyone's reflection was actually much worse than their regular life. And that makes them appreciate their regular life a whole lot more. Huh, interesting. That's what jumps to my mind, at least.
0: Yeah. I like that. It's definitely a lot more poetic than what I was immediately thinking. Perhaps... What were uh, you thinking? Well, I was thinking, like... I don't know. I was just thinking, like, literally high fantasy. Alter egos. I wasn't thinking, like, conceptual stuff like this. So I like this better. So... Oh, that could lead to some really pretty imagery. I know, right? Like, a, like, have you ever done the trick where you invert
1: your iPhone screen and then turn on the camera and look at the world around you?
0: No, I haven't. It's
1: so cool. I, I'm imagining this all to be like blacks and blues and whites, just inverted color scheme, basically. Uh-huh. It could be like an anthology or every episode... It's a different person's story.
0: Birthday Dad.
1: Birthday Dad? Question mark.
0: Wait, did you not get it?
1: No. Oh.
0: What
1: were? It what was a Project was that, or... Horseman reference. Yeah, I still haven't watched that, and the last time I watched it was like two years ago, so I
0: don't remember.
1: About I still haven't watched
0: it, and last time I watched. Do you see? I still haven't there? finished it.
2: Still
1: haven't <laughs> properly watched
0: it. Birthday Dad was Mr. Peanut Butter's show. Oh, nice. Basically, he went around different points in time and talked to different people every episode whose birthday it was. And for that day, he was their birthday dad. And he taught them a lesson. It's
1: literally Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was it was literally all based the entire show concept was based off a greeting card he found in Walmart it said happy birthday dad. Show is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Bojack is one of my favorites. You need to draw Bojack. Haha, <laughs> I'm the
1: horse guy. I can draw Bojack for you.
0: Free commission?
1: Yeah, sure, I don't want you to pay me. Sounds good. I'll write it down and see when I get done for it.
0: <laughs> uh, Don't actually. So, let's see. I like, I, I think this has a lot of potential, but it's more of like, I picture this being a chunk of a world. It's like this is a thing that happens within the world, not a yeah, world. Yeah, and I, honestly,
1: I, I kind of dig worlds where you can kind of like The the one we made in the first episode was very broad, and it's like one big world, and you kind of get a feel of the whole thing, but I also really love worlds, which is very small scale, and you kind of only get to see a chunk of it, Right, and you can imagine all the rest in your abstract mind.
0: Like Spirit of the Way.
1: I still haven't watched that movie, but yes, like Spirit of the Way, but kind of like the concept we had earlier with the occult uh, invasion. That's a good name, actually. Cult Invasion. Mm-hmm. And this one also, where it's just a, a super small-scale thing with some cool elements that yeah, maybe hints we at really a much lo- bigger picture.
0: Since we were really large this time, I think it might be nice.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I want to flesh out the occult invasion, but I think this concept is pretty neat also. Yeah. Personally, like, i it I always, like... It always, oh sorry, but it always helps me when I'm like uh, with world building and creating stories, it always helps me to kind of have visuals in mind already. So like for the plant world, I had some very clear visuals of like 70s, military, uh, vaguely sci-fi, very planty, very pretty green colors, you know, like Vietnam War-esque or something combined with Evangelion or whatever. And with the cult one, I had a very clear thing in mind with maybe like Ian McKay, uh Ian Mc—I don't know how to pronounce the name Ian McHugh, Ian McHugh style architecture I, with I maybe know some samurai. <laughs> yeah, that guy, the guy that's that paints floating ships and stuff. You know the guy and cool architecture, something like his architecture. The samurai Jack slash werewolves or werewolf from Bakerdom, the Dutch card game influence style. Right. You know? Occult aspects. Something like that. And with this one I'm thinking of like I don't know if you saw it on Instagram, but Lois recently posted some very pretty paintings and drawings.
0: Yeah, the dark the dark ones.
1: Yeah, the one with the inverted girl in the
0: reef, you know?
1: yeah like by the water the that's the one i was pitch thinking of and girl so... with
0: the white leaves around her yeah that's the one and uh, that's
1: with like did you watch that movie harry potter Free? Harry did you watch the third harry... harry harry potter
0: i did not watch it i didn't watch any of them
2: oh dang
1: so how hard do you want to get beaten by the comments <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but there's this, you should, that you, that's probably, Harry Potter movies are actually surprisingly good. Like, holy crap, I rewatched some of them recently and they're good. But like in the third one, there's, in the later half of the movie, there's a whole uh, bunch of stuff with like a dark blue forest and white spirits, spiritual stuff, and the lake. So that's kind of what I'm drawing from. Haha, <laughs> art friends drawing. <laughs> Got it.
2: <you. laughs> yes.
3: Something uh,
1: like that.
0: Yeah, I think. I think the one with the lake would take place in a. I don't know. I would. I almost modern setting. Like I would tweak a couple things. Like no smartphones. Like yeah. maybe flip phones. Like two thousand and six. In... <laughs> yeah, I'd keep so it I think it's fairly fake. I would go back go back to like the early 2000s maybe 90s-ish. Yeah, something like that.
2: Uh... Got a punk
1: time? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I imagine I also imagine the characters in this to just have no facial features except for eyes. Don't know, but that just popped into my head and I quite like it. And maybe it's all maybe there's no dialogue and it's all visual.
0: That would be awesome.
1: And it's all super emotional. And maybe there's a scene where. A man sees his beaten down. His broken. His beaten. And his damned alter ego. And he has a face to face. And they hug. And then the alter ego disappears. And then the man hugs himself. And then it's all emotional. Really sad. Because then everyone knows. Oh he finally learns to accept. That his life was wonderful and that he lived a good one and that he shouldn't have regrets or things to do or something like like that.
0: After people die, this is like a pond that they go to, to where they get to overview their lives. Wait, so can you explain the concept to me one more time?
1: It's like something like an afterlife situation where everyone just kind of hangs out in a dark forest. Or a very white forest, I don't know. And there's this uh, lake. And if you and in the lake you can see your reflections. And if you think your reflection is better than the life you led, then you can look, then you can jump into the lake and live the life your reflection lived. And if you like it more, you can stay there. And if you like it less, you can um, go back. And it's kind of all about learning about life. And it's kind of like what-if scenarios too. Like maybe every water ripple is a different scenario. Like I've always thought, you know, um, my, my parents uh, decided to live in this one town. But they could have also very well decided to live in this other town. So what would have happened if I lived in this town for my whole life instead of growing up there? what would be different what would my life have become you know
0: right and I don't think there's a way to answer those
1: no there isn't but I want to answer it in fiction because of wish fulfillment damn it no (laughs) (laughs) no but I think that could be a quite I think it would be a very comforting show to watch or something maybe it's a movie this,
0: this would be their alter egos would be perhaps something they regretted doing they, their alter yeah. ego is if they hadn't done it, or something they didn't like that happened. That it's what if that didn't happen,
1: or maybe something they really despised. Like, maybe one had a really big issue with their dad, and through their, their alter ego, they get to see how much their dad actually cared about them and stuff, right? So, I'm spitting out a whole lot of deep emotional and abstract concepts, but I can't. I, if you hire me to make this stuff. I won't be able to take any of it seriously. <laughs> That's a joke. I won't be able to do stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think you would as well.
1: I don't have a good track record.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You're uh, you. You enjoy it, and you're like you, you. enjoy talking about that sort of stuff as as I. So I think I think yes, we both be good at it. Yeah, we're good. Hire us. We're we're, we're we good good. We good. Hire us. Hire us. Wait, now. I just realized, when you fire something, shouldn't it be called lowering them?
2: What did you say?
0: Instead of firing
2: somebody, you should lower somebody. What's the joke here?
0: First you hire them, then you lower them.
2: Oh, like high...
1: Yeah, I had the word, like, hire, like, H-I-R-E in my head, and I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was confusing. Sorry about that. That was a very dumb (laughs) move on my part.
0: No, I I made it. I I found that the... Tiny bit
1: of a stretch, but
0: I do get it. I found that the more elusive a joke is, meaning the less information you give, the more they have to piece it together, the funnier people find it.
2: Hardships. Oh,
0: I. That punchline's not good, but the setup made it work. No, like, I made it so elusive that people have
1: to figure this uh, whole joke out. Wait, Sai, si, if you're watching this, please type out the entire joke in the comments. <laughs> we'll pin it. We'll pin it. We'll do it. And if you, by the way, if any of you decide to want to make Art Friends fan art or fan art for these worlds in particular, be sure to share it on our Discord. We have a we have a freaking Art Friends fan art channel, and if you make it, we'll share it on our Instagram too. Wow! Yeah, you'll get exposure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think. I think the main lesson, and this is getting back on track, I think the main lesson in the uh, pond, or the lake, one would be the philosophy of no regrets. Meaning, everything yeah. you do puts you Married. where you are now, so if you can make yourself happy with where you are now, you should regret nothing.
1: Yeah. Uh... Like maybe it could be a bit more nuanced than that where you can have regrets but you shouldn't be beat up with them.
0: Well or you shouldn't I, I also be hung think up that with them. You shouldn't regret anything because everything led you to where you are now. So if you just want I mean, to make yourself happy now, then you shouldn't regret it. I, what I you think
1: that regretting some things is a part of learning from your mistakes. But like I'd say that's two separate things, learning and regretting. To me to me they're kinda of similar. Like when you burn your hand, you regret doing that a whole lot, but you also learn from the mistake. So to me, they're kind of intertwined. So that's right, why. Right, but let's I say like your, to, hand, but... your hand
0: your hand heals. Well, you shouldn't be like, ah, oh, I wish I didn't yeah. burn my hand. I'll regret that. You can let go of the regret and keep the learning from your mistake.
1: Yeah, and like, I think it's just us having different definitions, but to me. It's like the learning from it is part of the regret, you know? Yeah, so it's too. it's well, important to have the regret and it's important to have learned from it, but you shouldn't be hung up with it or beat yourself up on it I, on like every night, oh I shouldn't have touched that hot plate. I'm so dumb. Yeah, I'm so idiot. I think the
0: order it. goes do something, regret it, learn from it, forgive yourself and don't regret it anymore. Yeah. Something like that. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yay. But that could be the lesson. Or something along those lines. I think
1: this thing would have a really wonderful score. Like the music would have to carry this thing. Music and sound effects.
0: Right, because if we wanted to make it no dialogue. Yeah. Maybe each
1: episode could start with like a poem.
0: Oh, I would love to write a poem. I love Like poems. a really quick poem. Like not, have not I ever not... sent me that poem I wrote about the dogs getting on the couch. No, you didn't. I am
1: quite curious, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I have like forty minutes left of time and I still need to work on an illustration. So okay, you wanna let's chat out to the world. Yeah. I think we've already like I think we already have two pretty solid concepts, which we can just... Which
0: one? I think we should have fun take one and develop it a bit more. Really develop it just a little bit more. Yeah, for like another 15 minutes or so? Another 15, 20 minutes, yeah. Sounds good. I think we're so, pretty much Which done. one do you like more? Like, I'm pretty... I, I want to go
1: with the Occult Invasion one, because I think... I do love the concept of the like Reflection lake and meeting your negative self or whatever. we're calling it, uh, <laughs> but I do think we've already like hit most important notes, and the rest would just be basically thinking of a story instead of building the world. You right?: know? But right. like, it's a bit different because like with the occult invasion, we'd still be thinking of some kind of storyline, but it will be more like like the world. Is the storyline basically
0: right? And I think there's definitely some huge unanswered questions we need to answer about this occult invasion one when there's still someone, yeah, we don't have, when we've answered most of the questions we'd have to about the lake one.
1: Yeah, I think the lake one sounds like a lot of fun and a very emotional show, and I think it, yeah. it would be wonderful to have that show be for all ages. I do too. If that was possible,
0: like yeah, a cultivation
1: though, is definitely gonna be PG thirteen and up. <laughs> Depends
0: on how intense we make it, but we could even go Castlevania with this and just be like all the bl- all the blood I <laughs>
1: gave them blood,
0: blood, and then at the very end, of the stuff. We're like <laughs> at I gave the very you end, more than you like, could drink. Oh yeah, you want be you know? Here you go. I
1: gave you blood, blood. 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 I just made another My Chemical Romance reference. Off. Exactly. Oh, freaking <laughs> it would never, would be, never be enough. enough. Gave gave blood. 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 And it's really quite alarming because I'm such an awful freak. That's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I soon enough we're just gonna have sung the entire Black Parade album.
1: Yeah, next episode will just be Koda and me singing the entirety of the Black Parade album.
0: Oh, I like I like. like we Koda won't even episodes. do it.
1: We won't even do an intro. It'll just start with "Now come on, come on to this tragic affair." <laughs> Wipe off that make, make up makeup. What's, what's in this despair there.
0: So terror. Don't remember Is the next. Something the black dress mixed in with the night. Nice. No, I. Don't know. Da 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 da, da, da.
1: Expect you... you all cry. Me. If you look in the mirror and don't like what you see, you can, you can find, find out, out firsthand first hand what, what it's like, like to, be to be me. me. Now get <laughs> around your kids and kiss them goodbye. And encourage your whatever, and then expect expect you all cry. cry. Do 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 do. I swear to God, we have sung so much. I am not gonna like. I can't even sing, and we're we're just doing this for fun.
0: Yes, Uh, we're gonna get copy strikes. Someone needs to make a compilation of, and I love. I love recording these episodes because you can tell what we're obsessed with at the time. Right now, we're both obsessed with My Chemical Romance, and in two years, we're going to look back at this and be like, oh yeah, you remember that time when we were obsessed with My Chemical Romance?
1: And then we're going to be like, oh yeah, let's become obsessed with My Chemical Romance again.
0: Just like that time we were obsessed with Mika. Oh, you're going to get me started now second to <laughs> hard on your lollipop
1: our love's gonna love's get, gonna you, get down. you down second to say hard on your lollipop say,
0: say love. love our love's Ooh, gonna love's get, gonna you, get down. you down oh yeah we were doing world building uh- <laughs> oh yeah I don't know this is better <laughs> <laughs> you wanna give up art and become uh, a cover band yeah let's go I wanna be your father. Wait, who? What? What order are the family members? <laughs> oh dang! I want to be your brother.
1: I want to be your mother. Want to be the two never Wait, I think
0: it's even if they want to. I think sue. he does like the males, like he does father and brother, then mother and sister.
1: I don't know, actually.
0: He does the males and the
2: females. I don't. I'm gonna... Oh,
0: Tiny Love. That's one we both know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's not a sunrise over a canyon shaped like hearts. hearts. It's not a love that's... It's not a love song in Central Park. (laughs) (laughs) Something about Central Park. Whatever. Listen to all of these songs, people. They're good. (laughs) Otherwise we wouldn't be obsessed with them.
0: Just, yes, we have the best taste in music.
1: Yeah, for sure. Should I'm we link sure. Art Boys at some point?
0: I don't... So people can listen to it. Art Boys is, is a playlist from edited. my co Speedscape and I, where we all add songs that we like. But we need to make it to where people can listen but not add songs.
1: Yeah. Like, it has Coda, me... At Speedscape, who's irrelevant because he's only been on one episode. Ha ha ha! That was a joke. Speed, we need you on another episode.
0: We do. You need to... We could talk about how to draw Thanos. <laughs> Just exclusively.
1: Just have like a 15-minute conversation about Thanos' chin and what are the best I ways can to draw it.
0: He's like, yeah, and like the... <laughs> And the detail accent is the most important part. You see, each each bump is about exactly this far away, and if you can get—is
1: this your attempt at the British accent?
0: No, like this I can't would be my do it. Either, at a British accent.
1: Br- British accent.
0: This is my British accent.
1: He's gonna be cringing at us.
0: He's gonna be cringing at us very hard.
1: He <laughs>
2: talks so much faster.
0: <laughs> Why do you talk? talk... fast? What are you talking about? No, that's French people. (laughs) As we all know, everyone who speaks a language... French rap doesn't
1: exist because it's just every single song. (laughs) (laughs) Like, listen to French people talk. They are spitting bars, my god. Oh yeah, world building. Oh yeah, world building. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm get, we need to title this World Building, also singing My Chemical Romance <laughs> <laughs> So What if we made that out What if we just replaced the intro music With us singing a My Chemical Romance Song? You need to cover A My Chemical Romance song we sung In this episode With your ukulele and put it as the intro music
0: Or the, the Little outro bit Yeah Like Sweet uh-huh. Home Dry Island
2: yeah, exactly. Oh, and I Yeah. What what would I sing? Dang, nah, 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 you heard nah, the news nah, that nah, you're nah,
1: dead. Nah, How did we, both we think of that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, is he doing that? No, he's doing dead as well. <laughs> high five. It's <laughs> you high five. To my- I did. Did you (laughs) high-five? I did. It was like, dunk. (laughs) I was like, oh, I will high-five myself because Koda's hand is not here at the moment and you're just like, hey, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're the best.
3: Yeah.
0: So, world building. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Where, where are, are these monsters sent from? Why are they invading
1: this? World? I never want that to be revealed. I think they just want to mess with people and take over the city. I think that's well, their goal. But they're, what they're, who they're being sent by is a complete and utter mystery.
0: Well, I think... For even the writers. no.
1: Well, I think I we should like have a vague idea, but I don't want to know.
0: I do. Because if, if we don't know what's going on, it's going to plot holes. It's going to lead to That's writing ourselves. And... Let's
1: just say also I don't like the plot device of like uh. they were sent from hell. I mean like <laughs> it works but it, 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 no. I <laughs> don't like right. it as much you know. They just came from some unseen dark land to conquer whatever uh, to just take over the entire city.
0: Uh huh.
1: I cannot say city anymore without thinking of welcome to the black parade what is happening <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna be in English class I'll be at Cambridge or whatever and they'll be like Cohen what do you think of when I say city to see a marching band <laughs> <laughs> he said Sun Sun and I win. Just, you, grow you grow up, up. I just you keep can... singing the entire song
0: and I the will not stop me. Of
1: the I'll carry on. I'll carry on. <laughs> and though I've gotten detention forever, you know that I'll keep singing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: though I've gotten expelled, <laughs> you know that I'll carry on. on I'll carry, carry on.
1: on. I cannot hit these notes for the life of me. But trust me, I'll still carry (laughs) on. Do or die. You'll never make me stop hitting me in the ribs. You'll never make me stop. I'll keep singing when I'm in the gravestone. Trust me, I'll just never stop this part.
3: Something like that.
1: My vocal cords are gone. I'll keep on. (laughs) Singing this particular song.
0: (laughs) I'll keep on singing this one song. I don't
1: care. care. (laughs) care. (laughs) Man, we are so funny, except it's not going to be funny to anyone who doesn't know that song. We need to force (laughs) P to listen to this episode. He will have a blast.
0: Yes. Yeah, anyway, uh, I think
1: I think they're just sent by some unseen force, and I like them all being part of the same plan.
0: Yeah, I do too. I think you know? they should all be. But I don't. I don't know because I don't want. I don't want to not know what's going on. That's a you problem, mate. No. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I think not knowing what's going on is a hundred like, time less cool.
1: I like to keep it vague, because I want to keep some mystery in there, even for the writer himself, but like for my purposes, all I need to know is that it's a group of monsters that came, that either banded together, or was sent by some unseen force I I like to think that they banded together because that means that there isn't really a final boss, you know like these are the monster characters and they're the ones that are important, there isn't some like overlord controlling everything
0: Oh, that might be nice. Okay, so what if... What if the reason they can't exit this forest is because it's plagued with monsters? Uh, Ooh. And most of them are like mindless, like, like the Castlevania monsters. But uh, perhaps a few of them ge- were born genetically mutated or evolved or something, but they're like intelligent think, enough.
1: I like to think these... Um uh, maybe they're like immortal in the way that they can't die from aging, but they can be killed. Right. You know? Yeah. Maybe they have some shape-shifting abilities or whatever. Time for some smooth. I, I think it would be walking. fun to have a zombie
0: that's almost not distinguishable from a but human. But I like the I like the really idea. Tired. What'd you say? I think it'd be fun to have a zombie that's not. That's almost not distinguishable. I don't want to include
1: zombies in this. Not gonna lie. Really, I, I think it'd away be fun zombies. to have
0: like an undead. It just looks. Yeah, really definitely quiet.
1: undead, but not like specifically zombie. Huh. Like I'd like to come up with a different thing. Maybe it's like, maybe it's a zombie a vampire can create, where when a vampire bites someone, they don't just turn them into a vampire, they suck them completely dry of all the blood and they turn like completely white, like absolutely pale and they're these like uh, vampire zombies basically, with a better right. name where they're just really pale, very skinny because every- all the blood has been drained from them just mindless uh, beings, basically I think that could be cool
0: yeah, that could be fun so
1: like it these isn't just monsters, I was, is is thought there, it was strange in
0: vampire media. Right. So this forest, Left. why can the humans not go into I think it's because just One, these monsters I think it's live there it's seemingly infinite. Like they can't find an end.
1: Yeah. Like I do like the I wanna I want to mention it earlier in the Micef, actually, but I like the idea of just taking this taking place next to a forest, not like next to a forest, but also like very expansive grasslands.
0: Yeah, don't know why. It's not like the forest runs up to the edge of the village. There's like yeah, complex like steps. Gra, gra, gram,
1: gra, gra. We need to do we a to world a building episode emoji. on that. Hell yeah! <laughs> Let's get sight. To- Let's commission sight to draw that. Yes. We'll pay him.
0: He wants to have pulled... a choice. But uh, Gra. So no,
1: wait, it needs to be Gra
0: in all caps. <laughs> Gra. But uh, so it's just infested with monsters. So if it's infested with monsters, why do they not go into the human village? But oh these wait, do? I have a, I have a, I have a solution for this. Where
1: maybe it's still a very limited amount of monsters. So people like wander for days on end and they just can't find an exit until they get picked off by one of the monsters.
0: Ah, I see.
1: And maybe one of them... Ooh, maybe the whole plot could get jump-started. Like, all these monsters, they live outside the edge and they, to them, the forest seems infinite as well. And maybe it's a yearly tradition for the villagers to send out one person to scour the forest and hopefully return home. And then one person decided to be smart and make a map. And like a really detailed geographical, for all the measurements he needs, uh, map and track his Uh path. But then he gets picked off rather early by one of the monsters and he gathers the rest of the monsters.
0: So they don't even know the human...
1: Yeah, they just wander around the forest being immortal until they see these random dudes or (laughs) women and (laughs) they pick them off but then they find this one guy who had this really detailed map so they're finally like other ones might have had maps but they might have been super crudely drawn or not proper and then this one guy had this really detailed map and they see that there's a civilization beyond and they decide that that's a perfect place to be that that could be their crib instead of this wicked forest, you know?
0: Right. And perhaps the village is intentionally hidden in some way, so that the monsters can't get into it, and the map is what leads them to find it. I
1: like to think it's unintentionally, intentionally hidden. Like, (sighs) compared to the rest of the world, the village is very small, so the monsters would have never found it.
0: I suppose you're right.
1: Maybe after a million years or something, but they would have never found it naturally. But with yeah, this map... If, if we're found, going by the
0: logic that there are very few monsters.
1: Maybe the first... Yeah, I like, I like, the, I like the logic of there being very few monsters. And the show could end in two ways, and I like one more than the other. One is where they defeat all the monsters and the hero or protagonist or whatever gets victorious. But the one I like better is where the monsters actually win.
0: I like I that as well. But well, I like to... I love sad way. endings. And I'm just going to say that right now. I think that's why I enjoy so much of George Orwell's stuff. Bro, but... you should... Have you read 1984? I haven't. I have. It's
1: good. Read it. I really like the idea of there being a limited amount of monsters.
0: Yeah. And mind. perhaps the 13 that get together are just like... they have, the, the monsters have kind of made little tiny when they meet each other.
2: Yeah. I want all the monsters to be
1: rather intelligent. I think so. I think. Like, I do, I do, I don't know why, but we need to have. I know. Almost a Slender Man esque, really buff dude who just never speaks. Yeah. You know what? You know what's a trope I really love? is where it's a. Again, this feeds into the mystery thing, but it's a a trope I love where it's a character that has such a horrific true form or face that when people see it, they die of horror.
0: Like Bird Box?
1: Yeah, like Bird Box. But I was thinking of like Mimikyu from Pokemon. And Uh. my favorite example, Topic from Ben 10. Um, And he's just really cool, dude. He's like a yellow... Yellowish green ogre with a cage on his head, and there's, and the cage like binds across his whole body. And when the cage opens, everyone that <laughs> looks at him just completely freaks out. And I kind right. of like that, where it's just this really silent, big, intimidating, elusive dude who, when you see his true face or whatever, you just get horrified beyond belief. Right, Like Bird Box.
0: <laughs> Perhaps he could always be wearing like a scarf and a hat or something.
1: Or a cage. Or a full-on face mask. Corona-proof.
0: I was about to say, used to I would have been like, eh, that's a bit weird, but now I'm so desensitized too.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so. But Jay. I, are, are, we're, so humans were Also, I I think
1: I I, I wanted to mention something really important earlier, but I don't remember what.
0: I guess humans wouldn't even be aware of monsters, because anyone who saw one was gone. Yeah, they wouldn't
1: be. For all they, like, for all the monsters now, they just live in this infinite forest with sometimes random people wandering by who they kill instantly, because they're monsters.
0: (laughs) And so, would the monster's goal be to take over the village so that they can have infinite I think so like i don't think they need food but if
1: like if you lived in an infinite forest and you found out that there's a whole civilization of these wonderful little play toys you can just play with before you absolutely destroy them like a term that would be big in this show or whatever would be playing with your food right like i don't want these monsters to be powerful, so that they could just take over the entire city in one day.
0: Right. I think, I think the reason they don't take over the entire city in one day is that they have to kind of slowly work their way to the top. Or yeah, And they're around. smart
1: enough to do it. I really want these to be like sly, intelligence manipulative, plotting you know, guys.
0: It and could be else. similar to Parasite, the anime. Have you watched that? No, but I, I've heard that you love it and hate I, it I love it. It basically in Parasite there are a bunch of parasites Sorry. that come from space and from take space. over these <laughs> they take over these humans' brains and the humans that they take over become super powerful, but they still have to like build they like they'll be like, Oh no, like someone who knows about the parasites will be like, Wait, I think a parasite's starting to make its way to Mare. They're like slowly working their way up and being smart about how they take over. That sounds like a fun thing to watch. Yeah, because they're, they're not, they're, they're powerful enough to kill people, but they're not powerful enough to just take over a city. Yeah, for sure.
1: Oh, this could be a fun show. Maybe it's, maybe we just copy the way Mafia works completely and title all the episodes to be like day one, day two. Oh, that's what I want to mention. Like, I would love the first part or the first episode or the first chapter or the first level or whatever we want to make it. To be like... Like, I'm imagining episode, but I would like that to be just getting introduced to the townsfolk that live there and the tradition of sending someone into the forest and establishing the mystery of this forest. Right. And then, like, halfway through the episode you find out it's a whole scene of the monsters. Just grew one maybe it's the werewolf, because I like werewolves, uh, finding the guy with the map, and he howls and calls all the ones together, and could be like a vampire, which witch, a lich, yeah. I don't know. You know you what like I a, maybe a leech
0: guy. Just a guy that's a leech. Be fun. You know what I love? Uh, is when That's just a vampire, I just realized. Dang I it. Love <laughs> when, <laughs> I love when shows have a certain mood for the first episode or two, and then they just destroy it later on. So, for example, this old show, uh, this show I watched, it was a martial arts... Ses Menos? I forget exactly what it was. It was, like, a... set in Mexico.
1: Never heard of it, but when you and... say martial arts show, the first thing that popped into my mind is the uh, Disney XD show kicking it.
0: <laughs> and I think the first three episodes of that are so brilliant, and I almost don't want to say anything that's kind of spoilery. So, I recommend going and watching it right now. It's an anime. Uh, but I'm going to spoil it, just so we can get the general effect.
1: Alright. But I so, want to quickly finish that thought. I want the first episode to end on some very dramatic tones, and and, uh, and maybe some priest or whatever. Having some prayers about one day finding what's beyond the forest, while some dramatic music plays, and you see the monsters coming out of the forest into the city and integrating themselves. You know, it could be fun if the what viewer didn't
0: fun? know who was a monster.
1: Yeah, I definitely like. I want the monster voices. Like maybe the monsters wouldn't even talk in the first bit. Yes, And they would just be all in their monster form. And like you would just see shadows coming out of the forest. Like I want the monster forms to be very hidden. They need to be completely, completely obscured in as much shadow as possible. So if it was a werewolf, you'd only see its nuzzle in the first couple of eps. And
0: right. it would be a
1: really big deal when he walks behind that chair and uh, comes out the other end as a full-on werewolf, you know? Something right. like that could be cool. But please explain to me these first three episodes. Spoilers. So, it. yeah,
0: I think, I think I would want to have the f- this be very lighthearted and then it take a crazy dark turn. Uh, So the, f- first, the first, like, two episodes or three, I forget what, of Cismenos, I, I, I'm, I'm guaranteeing you I'm saying that wrong because uh, I forget what it was even.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But
0: it's something to that effect. And, uh, basically it follows this kid and he's like this 12 year old kid and he's kind of a little rebel, like goes and steals an apple from the fruit stand because he's poor. And then he stumbles across this martial arts dojo where there's three characters, three adults, like 20 year olds and a sensei, an old man. And he starts to hang out with them a lot and live with them. And the first two episodes are going through the arc of him becoming connected to these characters. And you think the boy is the main character. But in the third episode. The boy straight up dies. He gets crushed by a statue. And just dies. And then you figure out the three adults. From the martial arts dojo. Are actually the main characters.
1: But I think the reason that works. Is because it's a big twist. And dramatic shift in tone. But it's still, it still establishes. I'm assuming it still establishes. What the show is about.
0: Yes. And what
1: happens in it? Like you want that balance where it's like again, episode three of our show could be like the first murder. Maybe the episode would be titled The First Murder or something. I don't know. And it's the it's the part where they come into someone's room and they find their entrails hanging from the ceiling and they're like this wasn't a normal murder. And then they notice the claw marks on the couch or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think it would be super fun if the viewer had no idea that monsters were even in the village until later. Like, they were basically discovering it as the villagers did.
1: Oh yeah, but I, I, I think we can have both. Where, like, you don't know when they enter the village, you don't see a shot of them entering the village. But, like, I would like it at the end of episode 1. Because I want every episode of this to end with some kind of Hug or cliffhanger or something with some dramatic music because I like that. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like I, I kind of like, it, like but I don't want to rely on it because,
1: yeah, it's definitely cheap. It's very cheap, but I, I dig it, <laughs> I'm not sick of it yet. <laughs> but no, it's kind of like the first episode could be, um, like you see a shot of the village and then either either a shot of going through the trees and then seeing a whole bunch of eyes lit up of 13 different monsters and then walking towards the city, you know, to see a marching band.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think it could be fun if perhaps the guy gets mysteriously killed. So the guy with the map wants to village, right? Well, mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yes. Alright, I think my Discord is, like, about to crash.
1: Oh, boy. Uh... But, like, I don't think it would be odd for the villagers to have the map guy die. Because they do this every year. It's a tradition, remember? Every year they send someone out, like, yo, find what's beyond Lamao. And they never return. So it, would be, it, wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be anything uh, out of the ordinary, basically.
2: Yeah, I think his Discord
1: crashed. So hello everyone, welcome to the Commercast. Today we're gonna talk about why tracing is the best thing ever and you should definitely take credit for everything you trace. So, basically, when you trace, you draw the lines yourself. You definitely don't have to credit the artist or mention that you traced it whatsoever. You can just go post it, say that you made it and nothing will go wrong. At all. So that's cool, be sure to do that. Trace a whole lot, take credit for all of it. Yeah, you go do that. You definitely won't get any punishment for that. People definitely will like you. Nothing will go wrong. I am not sarcastic, (laughs) haha. Yeah, this bit is running a bit dry. Just like my humor, (laughs) Hehehe ho, <laughs> oh, I'm doing the peanut noises. Coda's gone. Coda took
2: the kids. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing at this point. I guess I'll
1: just wait for Coda to come back and flex on me again with his, with his minus 12 octave voice.
2: Or whatever. Yeah. The thing is I can't talk to Crave because he can't talk back, which is kind of a shame. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Blow another ray. Da da, da 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 da. Good plastic surgery. Give us more detonation.
2: Wow, code. sure is taking long. This is taking a long time. Just gonna. Ah, oh, never mind. Would have been a funny bit. That's today, delete. I'm just gonna watch a YouTube video while I wait for Koda to come back and stuff and do things.
1: I was, about to, I was about to watch a YouTube video and I had just muted myself because it took so long.
0: My computer completely crashed.
1: Holy dang, how did that happen? I don't know. I didn't plot anything, don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> did you talk to Craig at all? No. I'll see you in editing.
2: Dang it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, so yeah where I think it would be fun
0: where I where I was going to go is I think it would be fun if like the end of the first episode you only get hinted that there are monsters so like for example the dude gets picked off without even knowing what's going on like he uh he's walking in the forest and he just shbab gets killed off screen sh-pap, and then his, yes and his map falls to the ground, and then you see from off-screen a hand with like long, with like pale skin and long fingernails, like hinted to be a vampire, come in and pick up the map. And then the next episode just starts back in the village, and from it's there so you tempting. slowly start to realize monsters get integrated.
1: It's so tempting
0: to say, "Gimme,
1: give gimme give something like
0: vampire money, come on." <laughs>
1: Jeez, they're everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) We can do this all day.
0: We need a monster that's like a scarecrow.
1: Oh, dang it. (laughs) We already did it last week. Watch last week's episode. We talked about more My Chemical Romance there. (laughs) We also sung more My Chemical Romance there. We did. Sung in quotation marks, I can't sing. Kodak can't sing. If you want proof that Kodak can't sing, watch episode. Watch the one episode where we made a story, where he at the end sung "Sweet Home, Dry Island."
0: And it wasn't good. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't.
1: Yes, it was. Anyhoot, Oops. I
0: I don't know how much more time we have to elaborate on this. I have five minutes. <laughs> that's, I think that's enough to do an outro. Let's wrap it yeah. up.
1: I think this is a fun concept. Wish we had the budget to turn all of these into uh, shows or whatever. Don't know if yeah. we'll be able to execute them. You know? But I like them as concepts. Yeah. And I First... hope that all of you will make fan art of it because you're kind of required to know. That's just how it works. If you've made sure. it this far, you're required to do fan art. Does't mean if it's even if it's a stick figure? You still
0: gotta well, it. I mean, it is legally binding in some states. Uh, I'm not positive how it works in Europe, but I do know in some states in America, having made it this far does require you to make fan art
1: this This goes for Ohio, Washington, Maine, Spain, and Kazakhstan
0: my favorite states yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that being said I enjoyed this episode, Cohen I was sad that Aaliyah wasn't here but I think every time she's not here we're gonna get in some nice world building
1: she missed all the My Chemical Romance singing oh no, what a shame oh no (laughs) (laughs) poor her poor her hey, poor her, horror, horror (laughs) also I would like this show to not have many jump scares at all
0: Oh no, I don't like jump scares. Like it
1: I think they can be useful well sometimes, but you don't they're want kinda them they're to kinda cheap. Every... For me they are personally cheap.
0: After I watch a movie, Slow I don't burning. want to be like, wow, I got jump scared a few times. I want to be like if I after I watch a horror movie. I what is happening? Like, yeah, well, not only that, but I want to get home and be like, what if it gets me? <laughs> the boogeyman. The boogeyman. Oh no. Jack Skellington is going to be in my closet tonight. Oh, that's a dream for most
1: emo girls. (laughs) And emo boys, because he would literally be coming out of the closet.
0: Hey. Hey. Unless you go in the closet with him. Cozy. Winks. Perhaps for seven minutes. What do you mean? Are you not familiar with that? What do you mean? I'm pretty sure, at least I've seen it, people call it Seven Minutes in Heaven, where at a party they'll literally lock two people in a closet and force them to make out for seven minutes.
1: Bro, the other breath after like 30 seconds, I haven't practiced at all.
0: (laughs) Nope, I've never been able to practice either.
1: Dang it. Hey, ladies of Louisiana, or any other American state, if you want some practice with Koda, hit him up in his Insta DMs.
0: I've gotten about three DMs from accounts that are just like, uh, oh. yo, I'm a chick. <laughs> with like a heart. That's based. they're not saying that. Yeah. They're being seductive. But Yeah, uh... I know.
1: I get them all the time. <laughs> they're the only kind of female affection I get. And they're bots <laughs> programmed to get my money.
0: Oh. I'm really... I, I've in the past been tempted to respond to one just to see where it goes. But...
1: They're so funny. I constantly... You should probably do the outro before my phone cuts me off. And I'm not sure if the two-factor authentication on my Chromebook works. So I might All just right. be gone for today. I don't know yet.
0: I'm gonna do the outro then. Do it. Alright, thank you everybody for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, we have a Spotify. If you're watching on Spotify, we got a YouTube. Spotify. If you're, if you're watching on either. It, I said it like that because it took everything in me to not say spoofy. Spoofy. But uh, if you're watching on either, make sure to go follow us on Instagram. And join, join the Discord. Discord. Yeah. Uh,
1: Draw fan arts now.
0: Indeed. We need fan art. You need to go in the Discord. Uh, and you need to follow us on Instagram. All legally binding. That being said, come on this was fun. I will probably talk to you later, as well as the viewers. Alright. Have a nice time.
1: Bye. See everyone. Are you, are you, are you going to be um, ascending this episode again, just like you did in the last one?
0: Uh, I got sick of it. I ascended too many times. Dang. You're just too ascended to do it again. Yeah, I mean, it it took a lot of energy, you know? Like, I was, like, tired. Yeah, I get and that. I, sl- I slept in today because of it, and I don't want to have to do that all the time.
1: I mean, like, uh, I ascend every time my dad cooks, and also my mom cooks, because they're both very good at cooking. So um, yeah, maybe that's why I get. Well, maybe that's why I pass out after dinner sometimes.
0: Hmm. Maybe, or maybe it's easier for you to ascend because you're putting energy into your body as you're ascending. It's.
1: If you want to send
0: eat. Yeah, you should eat while doing it. Uh, that explains know. America. <laughs> I was almost spit out my water.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>